Hello and welcome back to Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto. Today, once again, coming to you from my silver bullet, the Airstream here in Whistler, BC. And today's episode is a relatively short one. We're looking at around 10 minutes or so that I'd like to chat to you about all the amazing things that you can do while exploring New Zealand with a camper van. Um, many years ago, wife and I were early influencers and we're in Australia and we got sponsored by a company called Brits Camper Vans. And we spent a month going up and down the coast uh, of Australia. So it was really interesting that when we reached out to Brits once again uh, to sponsor us to see if we could get a camper van in New Zealand, uh, they responded by Oh, hello. How are you? So nice to hear from you again. It was the same lady that had sponsored us 11 years prior that said, you know, you guys were the first influencers and photographers that we ever worked with. And we were so appreciative of you opening that door and for what you did back in the day that we would love indeed to sponsor you once again with a camper for your trip to New Zealand. So, New Zealand is a pricey island. It's pricey to get to. It's pricey on the island. So as uh, travelers, whichever which way you can find to make it more affordable, then I highly recommend. And one of those ways to make a journey to New Zealand much more affordable and um, much more pleasant in how you can do things is to go by camper. So, uh, so what we did is we arrived in Christchurch on the South Island and we picked up our big birth, uh, four birth camper. And to give you the cost uh, of what it would normally be, it would be about 250 New Zealand dollars uh, a day. And uh, that's not too far off, uh, I believe, from the Canadian dollar. And um, that basically gives you your hotel and your car at the same time. But what makes a camper a little bit different, of course, is that you can be um, parked by uh, a spectacular lake. You can be camped in Milford Sound, as we ended up doing, and I'll get to that uh, in a bit. Uh, you can be by uh, a beautiful lake where you can kite surf, for example, or you can be on the coastline near Abel Tasman. All things that we did do in our camper uh, while in New Zealand. So, I can only tell you about the South Island because, indeed, that is the part that we did. And I'm going to begin with um, saying that you should kick on down to Milford Sound. And this fjord is a spectacular area where you can take a boat that brings you up to a cascading waterfall in the sound that trickles off, trickles off, torrentially trickles off the mountain in a beautiful mist, and the boat goes right up next to it. Um, the drive down through Milford Sound uh, is quite magical as well. As you look around on the cliffs that surround, you, you it, particularly in our case, it had rained uh, just a few days before, and, and it feels like you're in the land of a thousand waterfalls because every which way you look, you see uh, water coming down. But I decided to do Milford Sound a little bit differently than most. And on the photo that I've put up, for episode 52, um, you'll see that I'm in a dry suit um, and I've got my tent set up and I'm on the edges of Milford uh, Sound looking out this big body of water. And the story didn't actually go as I imagined it would on this adventure because my plan had been that while my lady, uh, who was seven and a half months pregnant at the time, and my uh, toddler were staying 
excuse me, in the campground uh, in Milford Sound, uh, I was going to go off for a few nights and days of exploring in my sea kayak uh, and camping along uh, the sound as I went. So off I go um, and uh, farewell to the wife and child. And and uh, I'm out in the middle of the sound and the waves are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And there are um, boats that go take people on tours. There are um, some, some larger ones as well, and they do create a wake. Um, and so I'm getting the waves of both the sound and these boats, and it's a choppy, choppy day. And when the wind funnels through there, um, the boats are definitely rocking to and fro. And uh, the waves got so big that they were splashing into my kayak, and I hadn't actually uh, properly protected uh, or closed the dry bag that I had the camera in. And so the seawater well, obviously killed my camera. But the point is that I was in this sound and the waves got to be so, so big that I had to turn around. But to turn around, you have to kayak parallel to these waves. And there was a moment where it was about to tip me and, uh, and fortunately uh, it didn't. So I beelined it back to a cove um, where uh, most of the sound uh, uh, are cliff walls. So you can't get out of your kayak and just climb up. So I, I found this little cove that had a little river that had uh, a tiny island spit on it. And I landed my kayak there. And I said, you know what? This is, this is it. the day for now. We'll see what the conditions are like tomorrow. And that's actually the picture that you see on the one that I posted up for this podcast of me in my dry suit. I've got a dead camera, a very expensive dead camera. So I'm obviously disappointed about that. Uh, I'm alone. I'm on a solo uh, adventure expedition there. And uh, and the day after, fortunately, uh, things turned out much, much better and the water was calmer and I was able to make pretty solid distance into the sound and onto some uh, other beaches and seeing waterfalls cascading from. But the first day was indeed one that was going to be uh, much more questionable. Now, New Zealand is, uh, as for those that are unaware, is comprised of two islands. You've got the North Island and you've got the South Island. I began my camper trip uh, in Christchurch and we wound our way down through Timaru, over to Queenstown and off into Milford Sound. Now, Queenstown is a very well, world-class known uh, adventure town because you can go get kayaks from there. You could uh, do bungee jumping, you could ski, and there's also all sorts of activities that you can do from there. Um, you've got snow-capped mountains, you've got the Southern Alps. It's, uh, it's really a spectacular area. And we drove also through the Mount Cook area, which rises up to like 12,300 feet. And, uh, and we actually did some hikes in that area uh, as well. Um, one of my, my next favorite spot, if you're in your camper to go to, uh, in New Zealand would be Abel Tasman. And it's on the North part of the Island. Um, and it's a national park and you drive through these lovely winding roads to get to these spectacularly deserted beaches where nobody can really camp on the actual beach, but you can camp at the campground, um, with your, with your camper or with your tents on the road, uh, on the camp spots that are just, just behind the beach. Like literally it's a five second walk. And what made this golden sand, uh, cove so special to me is that I was able to take out my kite surfing equipment and go out for a session on the water when the wind was just enough. And one of the things that I most look for on my adventures, uh, when I go to destinations to kite 
is to be out on the water in places that there's nobody else and and that it's just you and wilderness and nature and the waves and uh and that is uh, a definite spot that I'd recommend uh in the Abel Tasman region or Abel Tasman National Park. Um we've also uh ended up doing a few interior trips as well. Um but take into account that we were RVing with a seven and a half month pregnant wife and a little toddler. And and I have to say that um, while um, New Zealand is expensive, when you do something like the, uh, an adventure like this by camper, uh, then the cost is significantly reduced. And when you have kids with you, uh, particularly so. So definitely recommend um, that you kick out down uh, that a ways. I also wanted to chat to you a little bit more about uh, uh the costs of, of what you could get a camper for. So in New Zealand, you can get anything from like for, from Brits for a $700 New Zealand dollars uh, camper up to uh, for a week, up to something like the one we had that would be about $250 a day in sleeps uh, for people. Um, there's, there's a few, uh, you know, there's a, a proper interesting history to New Zealand that I, that I like. And that's um, the first se- settlers probably arrived there from Polynesia between 1200 and 1300 AD. They, they discovered New Zealand as they explored the Pacific and they were navigating by the ocean currents, uh, wind and stars. But what, what I find really interesting about this is that it's actually one of the last, la- it is the last land mass per se to be populated by humans um, uh, by that time. So I think that's, that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, and, and it's a destination that, uh, that you really can find uh, a variety of activities, whether you're going as a family or whether you're going as an adventurer and explorer. Um, you've got the big water swimming at Wainu in the Eastlands, meaning um, that you can go out into the open ocean, uh, basically, and swim. Uh, you could watch people learn to spread waves at, I don't say these names right, but Nag- Nagaruni, uh, which is a waxhead central. Um, basically, waxhead people that really love to be on, on their boards and obviously wax their boards a lot. Um, but Akauni Bay is a quiet spot to swim and camp. I think that's not too far off uh, from Abel Tasman. Um, you've got hiking trails. Uh, you've got, uh, there's a really neat beach, uh, also in New Zealand called the hot water beach, uh, in Coromandel. Uh, and you can make your own hot pool. So you dig into the mud, uh, like a, a solid little area for yourself. And you suddenly have, uh, your whole hot pool. And that's one of the things that, uh, that's a great activity, uh, to do with family. Obviously for the, literary aficionados out there uh and uh, hobbiton which is obviously uh in in reference to the hobbit uh and the lord of the rings is is a must visit because you'll see uh the delightful little doors and houses in the hillside um and families will enjoy uh exploring basically what was the set uh and having a drink in the famous pub uh one of the experiences that i didn't get to do while i was there but that a lot of people have highly recommended is going to see the glow worms of the Waitomo caves. And these basically uh, worms are, are bioluminescent. Um, and if you've got proper uh, camera equipment, like I do usually, <laughs> then you could capture this. And, uh, and it's really stunning. And children can feel like they're exploring another world uh, as they walk through them as well. 
So that's definitely uh, another thing that, uh, another spot to put on your list as you are RVing around New Zealand. You know, one of the differentiators for me of uh, traveling in a camper van in Australia versus New Zealand is that in Australia, I can't help but feel that the spiders will kill you, the jellyfish will kill you, the box jellyfish will will kill you, (laughs) the uh, uh, deadly ants will kill you, the sharks will kill you. And there's just so many things that, um, that can kill you, hurt you, sting you, bite you. Uh, whereas in New Zealand, <laughs> there is nothing that can kill you, hurt you, bite you <laughs> in, in most places. And I find that really unique because obviously they're not too far away from each other. But basically with the colder climate that comes with uh, a place like New Zealand, uh, you have much less of those types of insects that are, that are no good. Um, so Kaikoura, there's several places in New Zealand where you can see whales and dolphins, and Kaikoura is definitely one of them. It's off the rugged coast of the South I- Island, um, and you can see sperm whales diving there, playful dolphins and seals, and a range of bird life, of course. Um, obviously, I've mentioned to you uh, Milford Sound already, and uh, I don't recommend that you go sea kayaking it like I did uh, for your adventure there, but perhaps... Uh, getting on the boat that takes you right up to the waterfalls um, is is definitely the way to go. Um, what else did we love about uh, about New Zealand? We we really like just the, the the calm driving and the serenity of of not having not being in a big city. Uh, we only dipped into uh, Christchurch, obviously, to pick up the camper, uh, and most of the time um, we're in, we're only going through uh, little tourist towns like Queenstown and. Uh, and then the rest of the time out in the wilderness. And I think that's, you know, the big thing that you get from having a camper when you go on these adventures. Um, so there you go. That's just my quick, succinct stories of, uh, of camper vanning in, uh, in New Zealand and a few of the spots that I'd highly recommend. And uh, look forward to having you uh, join me next time. Don't forget, this is one of those really cool apps that if you are live at the same time, then, uh, then it's then we can definitely uh, chat about uh, whatever might be on your mind or what questions you might have about the topic of the day. I'm Roberto for the Expeditioners. See you next time, Expeditioner out. <laughs>